You're listening to the Mortgage Reports Podcast, where we reveal tips, tricks, hacks, and knowledge to help you buy a home, refinance, or invest in real estate. What's going on, guys? Ivan Simmental, your host of the Mortgage Reports Podcast. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about what happens if you lock your interest rate and rates go down um, and what should you do? So before we get into this week's episode, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Mortgage Reports podcast. If you find this um, podcast informative and we provide some value to you, please hit that like and subscribe button, share us with a friend, family member, somebody who you think might benefit from listening to this week's episode. So what should you do if you've locked your interest rate and rates have gone down? What are your options? What can you do? Before we dive into these options, let's first talk about what is a mortgage rate lock? Okay, so we'll start from your contract. You're, you went to go see a house, you love this house, you put in an offer, you win this offer, you open escrow. And your lovely loan officer should uh, immediately talk to you and say, hey, look, this is where interest rates are at today. This is what your payment would look like. This is what it's going to be. Are you comfortable with this mortgage payment? And here is your interest rate in a nutshell, right? If you're comfortable with that interest rate and that payment, I suggest you lock and thank you very much and you're good to go. Now, there are different terms uh, in length of rate locks. There's from 15 all the way up to 360 I've seen. So the most traditional, the most common are 30 and 60 day rate locks. So essentially what a rate lock is, is it's promising you that no matter what happens in the market or what happens uh, in mortgage uh, news, uh, your rate is going to be fixed at that for the life of the loan if you get a fixed loan. Uh, so that, in a nutshell, is a rate lock. It's guaranteeing that you are going to get that interest rate no matter if rates tank, no matter if rates uh, get better. Uh, you're going to stay with that interest rate. What should you do if you want to gamble a little bit, right? So if you want to gamble a little bit, say, no, loan officer, I'm going to wait it out and see if uh, rates get better. Uh, I don't want to lock. I don't want to do anything. I just want to gamble a little bit and see what's going to happen in the market. But at the same time, because you are gambling, you're also running the risk of rates getting worse, right? So two sides to that. They can get better or B, they could really uh, get bad. So that's uh, if you don't lock. Now, the third option is a float down option. So essentially what this is, is you're telling your uh, loan officer, yes, I am comfortable with this payment and I am comfortable with this rate. But if something comes where... Uh, the market uh, takes a positive uh, and interest rates drop. I want that option to lock in that low interest rate that I see because I want to have the lower interest rate and a lower payment. Who doesn't, right? So that essentially is what a float down option is. Now, make sure that you uh, get with your loan officer because you're going to need to know what are the costs, right? The costs can range anywhere from quarter of a point all the way up to one percentage point of the loan amount. Uh, so keep that into consideration. Even if uh, you're comfortable with that payment and rates do go do drop, then you're able to uh, you know get that lower interest rate uh, because you pay that fee. Um, so option number four is 
What a lot of loan officers won't like that I'm saying this, but you can cancel your transaction with that lender and you can obtain financing with another loan officer elsewhere. I personally don't suggest this because you have to start a brand new set of disclosures. You have to fill out a whole new loan application. You have to make sure that you still qualify with that specific bank that you're applying with. And you have to make sure, I mean, you went with that other lender for a reason, right? You might not like this lender. So you have to make sure that you like this loan officer and he's good at what he does. So all of these things you have to keep in mind when you are thinking about canceling your transaction uh, with your lender. Plus at the same time, you might not be able to transfer your appraisal uh, depending on the specific loan program. Some uh, just, some lenders are, you know, just won't uh, and, and it's, that's just what it is. So you might have to order a brand new appraisal. So things to keep in mind when you are thinking about canceling, right? You have uh, your loan disclosures, they're going to start all over again. Uh, you're going to have to possibly do a whole new uh, appraisal. Uh, you might not like this loan officer. So keep all of this in mind when you're thinking about saying, okay, you don't want to lower my interest rate. I'm going to cancel. And so these are your four options really. And I, I hope that you found value let me know what option would you take? Would you take the immediate lock and that's it? Or would you take uh, the gamble and wait and hopefully see if the market is going to get better? Or would you take the float down option where you pay a fee, um, but if the, if the rates do drop, then you take advantage of it? Or would you be that person and cancel and go to a new lender? I'm kidding, but no, seriously, what option would you pick? Let us know down below in the comments. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Mortgage Reports podcast. As always, please like, share, hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, um, and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to the Mortgage Reports podcast. Visit themortgagereports.com for daily mortgage rate updates, news, and advice from experts. 